0: Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash DT. Proud to be hanging out with you every single Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time inside of the Charney's Menswear and Tuxedo Studios right here on 3150 Erie Boulevard East in Syracuse, New York. We appreciate you. Being with us on MixLR.com backslash Wake Up Call DT for live streaming radio and live streaming video right here on Facebook Live on Facebook.com backslash Live Now DT. My guest here for hour number one is Austin Roon. Austin Roon is a 2021 commit to Syracuse at the linebacker position coming from the Grand Rapids Grand Rapids area here in uh, Michigan. and we appreciate him being on the show. Syracuse doing a lot of recruiting in the state of Michigan. Uh, had a lot of players that uh, that are that are still looking at where they're going to be going that are going through the recruitment right now. A lot of uh, gentlemen that have been on the show in the last few weeks coming from the state of Michigan like Austin. So, uh, Syracuse trying to heavily uh, jump into the Midwest and to the state of Michigan for sure. And with that being said, Austin is all orange. He has decided that that is his future and he'll be coming in after his upcoming season here. So, with that being said, let's bring him in. Austin, how you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing well, man. And uh, you're coming from the Grand Rapids area. I don't know too much about... Uh, Michigan, outside of the fact that uh, I I covered the uh, NCAA tournament in Detroit, so I did spend some time in Detroit. Uh, Bring me into the Grand Rapids area. How would you describe it? What can you tell me about uh, where you're you're hailing from?
1: Well, uh, I live in a pretty small town. Not a lot of people, but still pretty good amount of businesses and stuff, so it's pretty busy around here. But I don't live downtown Grand Rapids, so uh, there's not a lot of traffic and stuff like that, I'm more on the outskirts, so pretty calm, not a lot of crazy
0: stuff going on in Byron Center. Well, obviously, uh, with everything going on in the world today, being from a, a small town or a, a smaller section of the town is is better right now to kind of, you know, be away from, uh, I mean, obviously, there's unfortunately been some violence, and, and on top of that, there's it's been a lot of other things that have been going on, and obviously coronavirus and staying safe and whatnot. Uh, Austin, how have you? I mean, you're you're a young man in society right now, and and you're witnessing sadly one of the uh, worst moments in our society as far as racial justice. And then you've also been going through a uh, coronavirus, which is something we've never experienced before. How have you handled all of this as uh, as a young man? Because you should be. You know getting ready for your summer vacation you should be thinking about where you're going to be traveling and whatnot and 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 instead the world kind of has gotten flipped upside down so how have you been handling everything
1: um so i've living in a pretty small town i still, i mean it's, it's been pretty normal first few weeks we we're shut down pretty hard for corona but we've been able to go outside a lot Hang out with buddies work out haven't done too coop up in the house then uh pretty lately been really active outside and a lot of friends, birthday parties, stuff like that. So thankfully, I can still go outside, enjoy some time with my friends and stuff. Get
0: them doing this hard time. So you know, with with what's been going on and, and with everything that we've been experiencing, how how have you you know navigated through that? You know, it's like you said, things have been more normal for you in the beginning. It was you know things were closed down and whatnot, but you've been able to spend some time with your friends and celebrate birthdays and all of that. Uh, how have how have you kind of gone and, and how has your family kind of handled you know all of the the unrest and and you know the the death of George Floyd the death of other people out there uh, how how have you as a family kind of navigated through that because you know it no matter where you're from whether your town is big or small we've all been affected by what's going on right now there's been protests in some way shape or form in all 50 states so how have you handled kind of what you're seeing out there? Uh,
1: I haven't really gone out because I didn't, I don't really, it's not my thing. I don't really get involved in all that as much. Yeah. But in the area.
0: for you, Austin, I mean, affecting positive change and trying to, you know, obviously do what you can in your life. What are you trying to do? Like you said, you're staying safe, you're staying away from it all. But, you know, how, how can, how can you help as a young man in society? What do you feel like you can do to try and make the world a better place knowing that kind of needs every, you know, society needs everybody to chip in a little bit. So how, from your perspective, from your viewpoint, how do you feel like you can, you can help make things better.
1: Uh, Well, I mean, everyone has a voice and everyone, if it should be, if they have a platform, they should definitely be able to put out there and support all, all lives, and especially posting the Black Lives Matter and making sure everyone's on the same page so we can all move on together
0: coming from Austin Rune here, 2021 college football recruit linebacker from the state of Michigan committed to Syracuse. Uh, To to kind of go off of that and jump into Syracuse, Dino Babers, the head coach of the Syracuse Orange is all about Ohana, which means family, and he preaches that a lot. Uh, What can you say about that? You know, when you talk about you know, coming together and being together and, and making sure that everybody has a voice and uses their platform. What does it mean to you that you're going to a team where the head coach uh, preaches, Ohana preaches family uh, above everything? That's got to be a place that makes you, I, I, I would think that, uh, you know, Dino and, and how he addresses things and that that whole Ohana welcoming, we're all one big family, I'm, I'm sure that that's an environment that you're excited to be a part of. Yeah, that was definitely one of the
1: big factors that I committed because even since the first call, Coach Reynolds and Coach White have treated me like family and Coach Barbers also has too, so and then that, that was really important, was treating me like family and that the guys are great
0: people. So that was definitely very important to me and I appreciate that they think that way too. We go back in time a little bit here to the beginning of your recruitment, Austin. Uh, what can you say about that first offer? And for those that don't know, to share, you know, with everybody who that first offer was, what school it was from, and and then how, you know, how you reacted to that. That realization that I know you're committed to Syracuse, but the realization of, you know, getting that first offer and knowing that the the dream of playing college football was going to happen. Uh, bring us into that moment for you, and, and the first school that said, "Hey, Austin, we believe that you know you're you're capable of, of playing at the next level," and just what that was like. Uh, so the first school that I offered me was uh, Western Michigan, and I, I went to one of their camps,
1: and I kind of went in there not really expecting much because you know I really hadn't had any recruiting anything before that. Came off my sophomore season and into the summer. And uh, definitely, like, that's every, that's every kid's dream, playing football, to go play at the next level, Division I. And I, that, when I got that offer, it was surreal. It
0: was, I was like, that dream is uh, it's coming to life, and I can, I can be successful with it. And, and for you, like you said, you got it from Western Michigan. A good friend of mine is the head coach out there in uh, Tim Lester. So you get that offer you know, in states and then, you know, the offers come in. How do you feel recruiting went for you? Did it go the way that you expected it to go? Did you feel like you got a lot of looks? Did you feel like maybe you were underrated? How did you How did you handle your recruiting now that you're on the other side of it and you've committed to Syracuse? What did you think about your whole recruitment?
1: Uh, it, it definitely started off slow, but it, it definitely picked up a lot, picking up 14 offers. And I mean, no one should ever complain about something like that. I would never want to say that I was underrated. Yeah. But uh, it definitely, uh, it, it didn't go how I wanted because Corona, obviously I would love to have visited a lot more places, gone out, travel travel across America and stuff like
0: that. But it's just not how the cards really play for me. So I'm sure a lot of other kids feel that same way, but just got to move on and do what's best for you. And, and for you, I mean, you know, going through Corona, like you said, not being able to really have recruitment the way that, the way that anybody should. And, you know, you're experiencing this, you know, that's uh, you know, the experiencing this world that's that's never been this way before. I mean, recruits have never had to go through anything like this. So, you know, what was that like for you? What has it been like for you that's, you know, you have to do these virtual visits and, you know, you're you're Zoom calling with coaches and you're not on campus and you're not, you know, shaking hands and and being around, you know, players and whatnot and getting to really get a feel for it. Did it feel like it, it took something away from you, or or do you find that you somehow found the positive in all of this?
1: Um, there was definitely some positive and negatives, like I said, but yeah. the, the main positive was you could really tell which coaches care, which ones wanted to connect you the most during these times and stuff like that. You could really tell. Uh, if coaches really wanted you, if like they were getting you on calls and stuff like that all the time and staying in contact, just trying to put faces to names and stuff like that, but put negative to like the, tra- the whole traveling part, I mean, everyone wants to go and travel see bunch much cows to see what they're like. I mean, I never even got a chance to go and see a it. case, but I've t- taken virtual tours. It's not the same thing, but you
0: definitely gonna- can get an idea of what it's like speaking here with Austin Rune 2021 linebacker committed to Syracuse from the State of Michigan. So, what made Syracuse the right fit like you said you, you can't go out and and you couldn't visit schools and and you couldn't really, you know, get to have that full feel of recruitment. So, why commit to Syracuse and why commit to Syracuse right now at a time where you couldn't travel? Oh, well, like I said, uh, they really just treated me extremely with this I got on the first call with them,
1: man. Great guys. saving contact, like, every day. So, that, that was super important. That was definitely one of the main factors. I checked out campus on a virtual tour, and and I was like, man, I I could definitely see myself living here and playing here for the next four, five, four, five years of my life. And then I uh, I looked, uh, I, look, I was thinking, and uh, I, was, I was like, I got to commit eventually because another linebacker had committed. Malachi actually had committed, so I was like, "There's only a couple more seats. Should definitely take my seat before it gets pulled out from under me." So,
0: you know, and like you said, for for you, you know, when you saw another linebacker commit, and you're like, you know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make a move here. Uh, you know, did did that speed up the process for you a lot with Syracuse, or were you already kind of leaning in that direction? Um.
1: They were definitely in my uh, top two, but that definitely had put me over the edge when he had committed that I would have to
0: make my decision soon. Who was is, who is the uh, other side of the top two? Uh, it was them in Western Michigan. So my top two. So you have, you, you have a bunch of offers. You got over a dozen offers, and you got the one that first reached out to you in Western Michigan, and you got Syracuse. How difficult was it to differentiate the two and eventually lean on one side other than the other, especially in your case because one of them is right there in your home state?
1: Well, I mean, my dream has always been to play Power 5 football, and ACC being, <laughs> being that was definitely one thing that I was looking for. Yeah, But I also had looked at how, uh, again,
0: max school, with me and being closer to home, but I just thought Syracuse would do what's best for me, help me grow as a person, as a player, for my future. So that's why I decided to commit. So you commit to Syracuse. We got time here in between. And so the question that fans always ask, and then they always kind of lean on me and say, Dan, what do you, you know, let's find out if this is true here, you know, from the broadcasting world, is how committed are you? How. How much is this a real thing for you with Syracuse? I mean, do you feel that this is a done deal? It's a thousand percent. Do you do you still kind of you know look out for any other offers? Where do you stand on all this?
1: Uh, I I definitely see myself staying committed to Syracuse. I don't see why I would ever want to switch off of that. They've treated me right those same ways, and I think I should do the same for them. So
0: definitely going to stay committed. Downing Orange for Syracuse fans, happy to hear that. What can you say about the fan base on social media and how they've uh, reacted with you? I, I know that they are a vibrant bunch and I know that they are a vocal bunch. So what can you say about Syracuse's fan base and, and what you felt from them through your recruitment? Uh, definitely I could just
1: see that they were very excited because I'm, most of my Twitter posts had maybe 60 likes on it and then I posted my commitment and the blue up, got over like 550 likes. That uh, was definitely so real. Got a lot of fouls and stuff like that. A lot
0: of nice messages from guys saying, that do great, and they're excited to see you commit. So definitely important and made me feel pretty good. That coming from Austin Rune here. Austin, uh, we, I got, got you down here as an inside linebacker. Uh, are you prefer, you know, I mean, obviously, uh, do you have a preference? Can you go outside? Do you feel that that's something you could do is kind of ad lib if, if Syracuse needed you to, or do you want to be at that Mike position? How do you see your college football future? Uh,
1: I mean, I've always played middle linebacker my whole life, and that's where I feel most comfortable. And from the conversations I've had with Coach uh, White and Coach Acuff, I, I, they want me playing either Sam or, or Mike, so I definitely see myself playing inside in my future still.
0: And for you to, to have that opportunity, what would you say are your best attributes at the Mike linebacker position what are the things that you do, you know, in your opinion, the best at that position? And then secondly, what are some of the areas you're going to be working on before you come off to Syracuse? Uh, some, some of the things I'm definitely good at, I'm fast. I
1: like to play hard, play physical, fight off blocks. I can run out in space. So some things I probably should work on, my first step, getting there, making my reads playing, and playing a little faster off the
0: first step. And for you to be at the Mike Linebacker position, Austin, I mean, you're you're the quarterback of the defense. You're the one that's calling things out. You're at the centerpiece of everything and essentially uh, responsible for a lot of of that leadership on that side of the ball. What can you tell me about your leadership abil- abilities and skills that make you such a good Mike Linebacker? Well, I mean, as I said, I've been
1: playing it since I was a little kid. I mean, I've always been in that spot. I, I, I've always understood the struggles and hardships that it takes to be a middle linebacker and beating the defense, but I think I'm definitely ready for it. I've been a leader in all my my whole career in high school and my whole life, honestly, so I think I'm ready for it and can definitely continue
0: to do that. Do you have somebody you look up to? Do you have a, a middle linebacker in you know the history of college football or the NFL, somebody that you really feel you either mirror your game to or, you know, just someone that you respected leadership-wise? Honestly, the person that I look up to most probably my dad because
1: he played at Western when he was when he was playing college football, so that's yeah. definitely I having conversations and see what it's like and he definitely knows what it's like and he can always help me out help me out, and help me understand what he's been doing. It. He's one of my coaches right now for high school and that guy just love him to death, helped me through a lot of things, so definitely appreciate having someone that can relate to what I'm going through in the house, so.
0: So with Dad playing at Western, how did he handle you choosing Syracuse?
1: I mean, from the start, he's you like, know, you just told me, it's always my decision, That's nothing to do with him, so I mean, I definitely appreciate Western, everything they've done for me, and all the other colleges that are not for me, but I just
0: thought I'd make my, pick my own path and do what I felt best. For, felt was best for me. And for for you, Austin, uh, speaking here with Austin Rune, 2021 inside linebacker, coming from the state of Michigan and committing to Syracuse. Uh, what did that mean to you? The fact that your father, you know, I mean, you could have been a, a legacy and, and obviously continue that going at, at Western Michigan, but in you know, he he wanted you to pave your own way and choose your own path. What did that mean to you that your father not only supported your decision, but even when it was, uh, you know, a decision that was different from his own, that, you know, you had that support and that love for him? What did that mean to you that he wanted you to make your own story and not have to, you know, be pushed in any direction by him or anybody?
1: I mean, I definitely appreciate that. I mean, no commissioner has have to be forced by someone to pick a school. They should have their own decision. Whatever they decided right for them, they should be able to do. And I was definitely appreciative that he gave me that opportunity to do that. I mean, that was definitely big and helped a lot. Because I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have been upset if he would have wanted me to commit to Western, but, you know, it's my decision at the end of the day. And I'm thankful that he's okay with what I've done and supports me every day of the day. So, that's
0: definitely important. And that support system that you have, I know you said that your dad's there, uh, coaching you up, and and obviously he's there in the household, uh, giving you assistance, and and he's played the position, so he could speak with you on that, and he's played at the collegiate level, so you know he can give you that too. So so many layers. Who else is in your inner circle, and, you know, that you really feel like in making this decision or in any big decision has been someone that you can uh, lean on? So besides dad, who's who are some of those other people that you really feel? Are there for you 24 7 whenever you need them? Uh, definitely
1: my mom and my head coach, Coach Sisco. I mean, He's been helping me through this lot He was there for the whole recruiting process, bringing coaches into class, getting me out of class to talk to them, meet them, shake some hands, stuff like that. So those are definitely two people that are always there supporting me.
0: And, you know, we've talked about dad a little bit, so let, let's speak on mom here. What can you tell me about? Uh, you know, mom's personality, her attitude, you know, uh, what can we, when they come up to visit and they come to a game in Syracuse, what what can we expect out of mom?
1: Uh, she was definitely a little nervous at first, I'm sure. Uh, just, you know, the, the travel distance, stuff like that, just, you know, and being a supportive mom.
0: So mom, mom at first, a little apprehensive because you're going away from home, but now she has that love for it. What do you feel about, uh, you know, yourself going away from the state of Michigan and venturing out and you're going to be, you know, not a, not a crazy distance away. I know a lot of coaches drive from Syracuse to the Michigan area and recruiting and whatnot. So uh, you're not too far away, but you're obviously not going to be home. What what are your thoughts on, on being away from home and, and being in the Northeast and leaving the Midwest for a little while?
1: Uh, I mean so stuff like the weather and stuff isn't too different, so I mean it the, the, the it'll be a somewhat similar size of town still somewhat similar stuff like that but it's 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 definitely hasn't hit me really that I leave, but right now, I don't see a problem with it I mean, I'm definitely miss all my friends and stuff, but they all support me too, so we'll definitely make it.
0: Coming from Austin Ruin, coming out to Syracuse. Austin, what do you see in Syracuse's future? I mean, you, you and I have spoken about a lot of different things and, you know, the the support uh, that you've gotten from Syracuse, the love that you've gotten from Syracuse, you know, just that, that feel of it, the fact that they have stayed in touch with you and whatnot, you wanted to play in the Power Five, but you know what can you say about what you see in this team because obviously you have to see something positive in their future and a belief in what they're doing so uh, what is that belief that you have in Syracuse uh
1: I mean they've, they've had successful years in the past and I think they definitely have the the skill and leadership to bring that back the coaches and the players there right now and I definitely love to be a part of that bringing back a ACC title or back, back to Syracuse and one of the games,
0: so that's definitely what I see happening in the future. And uh, and for Syracuse, and, and you know your future there and whatnot, there's going to be a change to the defense. Uh, we know that Tony White's coming in as a new DC, and <clears throat> as the new defensive coordinator of the team, he is going to be running a three-three-five scheme. What do you what do you think about that? What can you tell me about the fact? I mean, it, it'll be a season under the belts before you get there. But what's your take on Syracuse changing their defense to a three-three-five and bringing in a new defensive coordinator? Because obviously he'll be overseeing you in in a, in a year. So what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, I, from what I've seen, the three-three-five
1: has been very successful, and uh, it definitely allows the linebacker to play, play fast, play play the hole, and make plays. So I mean, from that aspect, it's I I see myself fitting in there well and ready to work and I think
0: we'll be very successful. And as far as playing, what are your favorite parts? I know we talked about your attributes and whatnot, uh, whatnot, Austin. But what are your favorite uh, pieces of playing linebacker? What are the things you know from the Mike position in the middle of the defense? What do you love the most about you know what you've been able to do high school wise and and whatnot? What what's the best part of the game in your opinion?
1: uh I just, I mean, I've, since I was a little kid, I was just one, putting a helmet on and just hitting people and going to work, and not really caring about it, but uh, I've definitely loved making big plays on the inside, blitzing, sacking the QB, stuff like that, playing as fast as possible, as hard as possible, trying to make big plays
0: all the time, so... That coming from Austin Roon here on Wake Up Call of Dance Tour. All right, Austin, so we know that you're committed to Syracuse. We know that this is a thing that, sh- that you feel you'll be uh, staying and keeping with and coming off to Syracuse in the not-too-distant future. And I, as I told you, will now flip the script and let you be the interviewer. You're not going to get many of these opportunities, if any, uh, from here on out. So you play in college and moving forward, you'll be at Syracuse and, God willing, uh, soon here. And then moving from there, hopefully the NFL. So I'm going to give you the opportunity to be the interviewer. I will sit back here in the studio and you got four questions. You can ask me anything you want. This is Rapid Fire and I have to answer it. So enjoy this because you'll be sitting up at a podium for much of the upcoming present and future. So what do you got for me? Uh, so what's kind of your favorite
1: part? of Just meeting recruits and stuff like that, interviewing them, just learning more about new people.
0: Well, I, I you know I think it's that. You know I think my, my favorite thing about meeting recruits and uh, something that's really cool that uh, former Syracuse players especially can tell you is uh, you know to me it, it's it's about it's about being a good person it's about caring and i believe that you know when you're in the world of sports media uh, you you know or any media it's one thing or the other you're you're either in it for the story or you're in it for the relationship you know and people that are in it for the story they're seeking to gain something from you they're looking at an angle from you they don't really care about you they just care about you know what they're going to write and if it's going to get clicked on a lot that's not me i care about the relationship I want to tell your story, whatever story that is, however you tell it. I I talk to all different personalities and and all different types of people. And so I think the favorite part that I have about my job is that when I speak with you in recruiting and then, you know, you end up going to college and I talk with you when you're in college and we speak after games or before games and whatnot. And then when you're done and you're trying for the NFL and, and whether you play in the NFL or not after that, a lot of Syracuse players can tell you that I've interviewed them from when they were 16, 17, 18 years old all the way through their time at Syracuse and we're still on the phone today and you know I mean whether they played 30 years ago or 2 years ago. So I I would tell you I really care about the relationships and I genuinely care about each and every single one of you. So I look forward to the day I get to actually meet you in person and shake your hand Austin, but I love going through the recruitment process and getting you all on the show and getting to know you, and, and through doing that on my show, uh, having fans and people in our community get to know you too, and so they don't just see a number out there on the field, and they don't just look at how many tackles you have, but they really sit there and go, you know, that Austin Rune, I re- he was on Wake Up Call with Dan Starr. I remember he was talking about his dad and this and that, and that really meant something to me. So I I, I always lead with the desire of people getting to know you and caring about you beyond what you do on the football field. Yep. So uh, when you when you're talking about those relationships,
1: Or yep. do you have a lot of those relationships with the past players that have already graduated and gone their way? Just still keeping in contact with them and just checking how they're
0: doing. Yeah, always. Um, you know, I from Prince Tyson Gully to Jerome Smith, to Mo Neal, and on and on. I mean, Rob Drummond's one of my best friends. He played on Syracuse's undefeated team in 1987, and uh, he'd run through a wall for me. I'd do the same for him. So uh, yeah, I keep in touch with everybody I possibly can. Got to interview Donovan McNabb and Don McPherson, who got their jerseys retired, and and Joe Morris, who got his retired. Floyd Little is a good friend of mine in the fight uh, right now against cancer. And praying and hoping that he defeats that like he's defeated everything else with compassion and humility and love and faith and hope and belief in himself and in God. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I keep in touch with all of them. And, and and honestly, Austin, I mean, some of these guys are playing football and some of them are coaching football and some of them are doing totally different things. And, and I think that, uh, you know, I, I don't really care what you do as long as you're happy. And and for me, to be able to catch up with these guys and see what's going on means the world to me. I mean, I've spoken with some former Syracuse players like Micah Robinson who were overseas playing football in France. So uh, it's really nice to catch up with everybody and, and see how they're doing. And, uh, yeah, so to answer your question, I talk to as many as I can. I never turn anybody away. So. Uh, and once I interview you you're on that list so you know whatever you do 10 years from now Austin you'll always have a place on the show I hope you know that thank you yeah no problem
1: uh, kind of just bouncing off that uh who had like the biggest impact on you just wanting to interview people and becoming a uh, and, uh, radio host and interviewing people what was like your biggest impact and who kind of pushed you in that direction but still doing that.
0: who impacted me the most uh, I would say, well, I, I start with the, I start with, you know, I have a strong faith. So I, I start with that with God and I just felt a, a, a push, you know, um, something inside of me. Um, you know, I, I knew that I could do it. I know that nobody can stop me. Uh, and then that's, that's something that I've always, you know, taken with me is, you know, if, if God wants it and I want it, you know, then we're getting it. And so, you know, I I just, I don't know, I guess I was inspired by growing up and, you know, I always collected sports cards and I would flip to the back and I would look at the stats and I would memorize them and I have like a photographic memory. So my brain would just take this information in and I'd talk to my parents at like 10 years old at the table and after a few minutes, they're like, oh, that's great and that's awesome and they'd engage and they're like, all right, don't spend the whole dinner talking about sports and, um, you know, I just, when I started my show... I was like, you know, I can do this. I could do this for a living. I'm going to talk about it anyways. And my tagline for Wake Up Call is where sports meets life. And that allows me to venture outside of sports, you know, obviously to talk about things that have gone on with coronavirus and racial injustice and faith and family and bringing people together. And, uh, and so, you know, I think it was inspiring to just follow my dreams first and foremost, uh, to have belief in God and let him direct me. And I would say my biggest mentor who never knew he was, and unfortunately he's passed on, is uh, Stuart Scott. You know, I grew up watching Center, and I watched Rich Eisen and Stuart Scott, and they were my favorite duo. And Stuart was never ashamed to be himself, and when he came up with a line, he used it. You know, and where people might make fun of you for saying this. Or, you know, you, you, you can't... Uh, Gene Waldron said it on my show who played SU basketball on Monday. He said, other people's opinions of me are none of my business. And that's how Stuart was. And he, he fought everything. He fought the cancer that he had. But he was just always himself. Cooler than the other side of the pillow. Like, he just... He was always Stuart Scott. And when I was, like, I, right around... I think it was, like, 10 years old, something like that, 12 years old... I just watched him, and I just marveled in the fact of like, if he can be himself, and he's unafraid to be himself, then you know why try to be anybody else? And and so he pushed me, and he doesn't even know it. And then I would say my grandmother, um, all my grandparents, but my g-mama who lived to be almost 101, she is my rock. And uh, crazy thing is, um, she passed on a few years ago, and I found a letter that I wrote her. And I don't even know how I was cleaning the garage, and I found a letter, and and the stuff that I wrote her, whenever ago this was is like good advice for myself now. So in in an awesome, really cool way, she's still giving me advice, and I think that that's incredible. So I would say she's probably my biggest inspiration, and uh, I give her a lot of credit for that. So that's
1: awesome. Uh, for my last question, I kind of just wonder uh, who's kind of your f- favorite person. That you've interviewed that stuff like impact on you, a lot of impact, change how you kind of looked at, at life and stuff like
0: that. Uh, who has the biggest impact on me that I've interviewed that's changed my life and impacted me? I would say Floyd Little is on that list for sure. I tell people this all the time. We did a 45 minute interview, but the interview was actually two hours. And the hour and 15 minutes that I shut the mic off on was just him and I, and it was just for him and I. And the conversation that he gave me back then at a crossroads in my career and in some of the things I was thinking about doing, um, his level of support for me was uncanny. He barely knew me, but he's one of those people that, you know, if he, he feels what he feels and he believes what he believes, and I'll never forget that, uh, you know, I said to him, I was like, you know, can I just ask why you believe in me so much? And I was standing in front of his desk at Syracuse when he was working here. And he looked at me and he put his hands out and he goes, you just got this this aura. You know, he's like, people you just walk by, some people just got that that aura. And he goes, I know you're going to be successful. It's like, it's not a thought. He goes, I know it. I could feel it. I know Dan Tortora is going far. And that that love that he gave me, you know, has carried throughout the years. And it's just been so incredible because him and I have talked about so many different things, not just football. And, and I just, uh, I don't think I can ever thank him enough for what he did for me, uh, back then because he didn't know how much I needed to hear something positive. And so that was, you know, that was so huge. And then uh, I would say another one is Enrico Mastriani who, I went to Marywood University and uh, it's D3 and uh, he's the basketball coach there. He's been there for 5 years. And I started the show MU Courtside that covers the basketball team, uh, men's and women's, and I didn't get credit for starting the show. I didn't get credit for the name of the show or the logo or any of the work that I did. I graduated and basically the, you know, I had some interesting character teachers there and They just kind of erased me from history and took everything out. And so all my hard work and everything that I had done for four years and, you know, my first baby, my first show, really. And like this, you know, it started my career and I just got erased from history. And when he came in, we had a conversation and he brought me back. And it was like after all those years of feeling saddened by it, he was like, hey, this is your show. You did so much for us, even though I wasn't here for it. Like, without you, none of this is possible. And this total stranger ended up bringing me in, and I spoke at their banquet and, you know, got to be a part of that. And when I spoke at the banquet a few years back, um, you know, he gave me credit for everything that I had done. Uh, Tara Machaco, who was there when I was doing MU Courtside, she backed it. And so, you know, wondering if I was ever going to, you know, really get to to be connected to the school like that again. And and they brought it back for me. And it was one of the greatest moments of my life. And my dog actually got to come too, which is really cool. She came to the banquet. And then after that, um, you know, this past year, they've never had a media day. And they set up a stage and I brought all my equipment and we got to have a media day. So we went from, I went from creating Courtside 17 years ago to getting no credit for it, to having people steal credit of it, to come back and be able to be a keynote speaker for my university, to get the credit for it, and then last year to host the first ever Media Day. Not ESPN, not Fox, not anybody, uh, D'Antitore Broadcast Media, to do that. So, I, you know, I, I never thought in a million years that any of this would come back, and, and that I, I didn't think any of this would happen or be possible, but that's the grace of God. It's good people, and Enrico Mastriani is somebody that uh, that I will love like a brother for the rest of my life. So... You know, you you just, you got to appreciate your blessings, Austin, and you never know what's going to happen. But if I could tell you anything, uh, it's, it's that it might not happen on your time, but it's always on time. And that's something that I can really appreciate.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you so much for
0: having me on. Well, you know, you asked... You yeah, some good questions, you know, you you made me think, and uh, you definitely uh, gave me a lot of things to be appreciative for this morning. So that coming from Austin Roon, he is committed to Syracuse, inside linebacker at the Mike position. Syracuse had some good Mike linebackers in their history. Uh, Marquis Spruel, one of my good friends I was there just a few years ago, and I look forward to the opportunity of seeing Austin not only be at Syracuse, but to be at, to be successful here and to be the quarterback of this defense as we head toward a brighter future. Austin, say, you know, for you and your family, please stay safe out in uh, out in Michigan and wherever your family is. And uh, like I told you, once you're on the show, you're you're here with me, uh, however, whenever. So I look forward to having you back soon, and I really do appreciate the time that you took today thank you have a great rest of your day all right you too man go get some rest i know i woke you up so go go sleep <laughs> no I, I, I was up for a while don't worry oh okay good you're gonna get a workout in today
1: yeah i'm going to do a sprint workout actually in 10
0: minutes so awesome well get ready for that and i'll look forward to talking with you soon all right thank you take care